3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I look
4: forward to Hancock and Kelly just for the song. (laughs) It just just works. Oh, yeah. Didn't you guys know that? This is yours. This is your theme song. Rachel just told me that. Yeah, we only play it when you guys are
2: on it. Where does it come from? The who. The who. But I think it was in risky business, too, when
4: they're, like, riding the L. He and, what's her name, Tracy Lords? You know, I only saw that when it came out. Really? I've never gone back and watched that again. Yeah, it's not like I hated it or something. It's just you know, weird how you do that with some movies. Mm-hmm. Some movies you can Put, d- like watch every week, and others you're like, eh, "I'm
2: good." That was <laughs> his like launching ground, though. I mean, that's what sent him into superstardom, right?
4: Are you talking about? Oh, Tom Cruise, risky business. When he said that, for some reason, I had Ferris Bueller. Yeah, Oh, man, oh. Roderick. Um, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched either of them since I watched them the first time either, though. Yeah. But yes, I think that's the one that kind of launched him. I had a buddy of mine
2: uh, who uh, was in Nashville this week, and Wayne Newton, what, the Wayne Newton, is on a tour. And he He's said, it's the, Yeah, he said it's the weirdest. <laughs> Wayne like, Newton, that's what I said. Wow. So apparently it's like the weirdest uh, show ever <laughs> because he doesn't really move around that much. And it's mainly like clips of him singing, oh, man, and then he sad. will introduce them. But he sings Donka Shane with uh, with uh, Ferris Bueller in the background.
4: I uh, so my buddy Scott went to see. Uh, Phil Collins' play last year. Oh, boy. And he was like, dude, it was terrible. It was so sad. He just sits in a chair and blah, blah, blah. And I, I figured, like, well, yeah, he's not behind the, the kid, and he's not you know young man anymore, but how bad could it be? And then I saw it on TikTok recently, and it just made me so sad. Mm. Oh. I mean, good for you. Keep on doing it and, and whatever, but, right. like, damn.
2: Ugh. I thought he had lost his voice a couple of years ago, didn't
4: they? I mean, he's not what, none of them are what they used to be. But his is more
0: physical. You know, I saw John Anderson, the lead singer of Yes, and he's 76, 77 years old, and he's got that high voice, you know? He was outstanding. I mean, he was outstanding. Wow. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Hey, John.
2: That's not Mickey Mouse. That's what the guy sounds like. He interviewed him once on on our show, and the whole time I just was like, "Is this guy sucking on helium? <laughs> <What> the hell's <laughs> going
0: on?" He has a he has a distinctive voice.
2: Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a muppet.
4: He was great.
0: <laughs>
4: God. Uh, okay. What? What do you? I mean, my lord. There's so many things to talk about. Why? Like, where? Where do you want to start? Like, what's most interesting to you, John? The, the things that are on, in the news right now.
0: M- nothing. I mean, I really, you know, it's it's just such a bizarre world we're living in, and every day it seems like there's more bizarreness coming out. And amen. Uh, I I really don't know what to say. Uh, well, here's the, here's what I my theory of what's happening right now. I believe there is a organized, orchestrated effort on the Democrat side to make a switch. That's what I thought too. Yeah, and I think you're saying it coordinated through their media outlets, social media. There was that New York Times op-ed that came out on Tuesday um, saying that, you know, Biden should step aside. And it just seems to me that they, they get it. They understand what's happening here. And I think maybe the only one that doesn't get it is Joe Biden. And he's the only one ultimately that matters. Yeah.
2: Most interesting thing to me, um, Hunter Biden uh the republicans are obsessed with hunter biden we're impeaching the president we're going to shut down the government but thank god george santos is still in congress <laughs> yeah he's really benefited from this yeah no one talks about him anymore no i just think that's interesting it's fascinating
0: michael yeah <laughs> i mean the whole thing you know it, it, we've got what two and a half weeks left to figure out if the government's going to stay open or not yeah. uh, seems like we just did this we did we did, and, but this is a fiscal year. So October 1 starts the fiscal year, and we've got all these appropriation bills. I think 12 of the 13 have not passed. And so because they're not going to be able to pass any of the appropriations bills for a variety of reasons, uh, not the least of which is just time, they're going to have to pass a continuing resolution to continue to fund the gover- government at its current levels. What we just went through was the debt ceiling debate. OK, Yeah, uh, what's that's a different, very similar, but it's a different yeah. uh, situation. So you
4: guys were talking about Mitt Romney when I walked in on break. And it sounds crazy to say that I was passionate about Mitt Romney because no one's ever been passionate about Mitt Romney but me. <laughs> and but, and Romney. but I was. I, I really, really liked him. And uh, he was sort of my style of Republican, and I took a lot of crap for that down the hall at ninety-seven one. Imagine that. Uh, but we're we're losing the Romneys and the Blunts, and we're adding the, the MTGs and the and the Lauren Boberts. I think. I don't think that's going to keep going. I think we're smarter than that. I think we'll learn, and I think we'll—we may not go back to the Mitt Romneys and Roy Blunt's, but I think we're going to stop electing clowns. Are you? Do you guys have that confidence, or do you feel like this may be at least the rest of our lives, me and John? It could well be. Uh, what, what remains to be seen, if the
0: Republican Party can hold a majority in Congress and be, you know— Provide the kind of candidates we're providing now, then uh, it's not going to change. You know what? What causes things to change is when you get your butt kicked in, and then you reevaluate and you go. You'll remember after the Romney election, there was this big concern about the Hispanic vote, and they, we had a we had a nationwide Republican operative meeting in D.C. and we went down and and did a uh, what do you call it a, when you autopsy of the election. Uh, After 2012, when Romney lost, and the consensus in the room was build a wall. (laughs) If we don't, if we don't do something about the Hispanic vote and its growing numbers, and start appealing to them, we'll never win the White House again. And so, the party was very involved in all of these things. And along comes Donald Trump, and uh, just four years later, and all of that changed. And the party now is they're very anti-establishment. They uh, are very populist, they're very nationalistic, and increasingly isolationistic. And, you know, th- my sense is that's going to hold for quite quite a while.
4: I can tell you guys are tired of talking about politics. Why don't we do this? Let's break early, we'll come back, and we'll play a game. I, uh, for uh, that. Do you like that? that. Okay, it's a political game. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, all right, it's Friday. Hancock uh, and Kelly are here. No one feels like talking about politics. Nope. It's Friday. We're just burned out and we're Hunter biden out. So we're going to play so a game I made up a couple years ago called Craigslist Price is Right. And basically, Rach goes to Craigslist, finds real items, yeah. describes them, yeah. and then we guess how much oh. it is. It's mm-hmm. you know, a really genius, right?
0: My dad won the Price is Right at the nursing home years ago. <laughs> Very nice. Because he did, he did the groceries. I mean, it's it's my dad and like 17 women. In the in the in the old folks' home, and and he on prices right. The guy was amazing. Just crushed them. Oreo off. cookies <laughs> broke their little spirits. Yeah, you couldn't stump them. All right, <laughs> go ahead, Rachel.
5: Uh, and <laughs> we don't play by prices right rules in that if you overbid, that's not a disqualifier. Gotcha. It's just whoever is closest to the, to the listing price. Closest to the pen. So let's start out with an item from Fenton. This is a vintage mm. Acorn gumball machine in Ooh. excellent condition. The lister says, I have a vintage one-cent acorn gumball machine, rare blue machine with a key. The machine is on a base that is 14 inches in diameter. The machine and stand measure 42 inches tall. They go on with some more dimensions here. Gum is for display only. This is very old. How old? They just say very old.
4: I'm smiling because this is one of my favorite Mark Close stories, that (laughs) Close is always looking to make a buck and he and his buddy went to meet with a guy whose business was gumball machines and they were sitting in his they were sitting in his living room and the guy had a bowl full of nickels and his buddy kept poking mark and going look at that <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got a bowl full of nickels <laughs> so they ended up doing that and I forgot, how did it go wrong they for they for they never knew how to secure it, so people just kept stealing all their nickels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: they, they put they them never... in all the wa- in the like laundromats and stuff.
4: Yeah, <laughs> and they never locked it. <laughs> and they
0: it, like didn't make any money off. But this it. is a penny machine, am I correct? Correct. So that's gonna put you along about 1927. Uh And I'm gonna say, is this the, related to music in any way? No, no. You say it's in good condition, Rachel.
5: It's in excellent condition. Does it work?
0: Does the does the turner? Does a spinner work?
5: No, she didn't post well, the ad they try, just are, read are, you. These what?
0: are things I got to know.
5: Well, it's a good question because it says the gum is for display only. I don't tell know you if that nobody because... can
0: get to the gum since about the well, Great yeah. Depression. We don't All know right. if you can't get I'm to the gum to sub- or the gum is just too All old. Right. Go so. ahead, Kelly. Eighty-five dollars. Okay. That's a good guess. Two hundred and thirty-five dollars. Okay. Fifty bucks already 400
5: Ooh. michael gets this one it's 125 dollars, and i'm sorry i didn't let andrew bid i
0: was gonna say I, that's okay <laughs> andrew's that. like oh. i was gonna say 125 it's so obviously not in mint condition I don't
5: need to play. next up we have a you can play you just don't get to play that one because i forgot about you for a second there out of wildwood this is a two-faced ceramic mask also in excellent condition I have Sounds a ceramic like a mask with two faces. It's eight inches high. It can be made to hang or placed on a desk/slash bookcase with a stand. It is a very unique piece of Sounds artwork.
2: That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, doesn't the post dispatch columnist live in Wildwood? <laughs> he knows a little bit about two faces. <laughs> um that was not Glover, that was Kelly. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm gonna say thirty-five bucks. Okay. <sighs> thirty seven bucks. I was gonna say thirty five
1: bucks. Yeah.
4: John's a little competitive. I'm getting, yeah, a little uh, bit. A little bit. Certain to see the schnooker thing and how that yeah. goes down. Fifteen dollars, <laughs> right? Oh, fitty. Uh ten.
5: Andrew gets it right on the nose. Ten bucks. Ten oh, bucks for the two. Well That's done. five
0: dollars a face. That's a pretty good deal.
5: Eyes without a face. <laughs> We've got another item out of Wildwood. Ooh. This is frog stuff in good condition. This is exactly what the listing oh, says, and God. this is all it says. <laughs> for those of you who like frog stuff, and many of you do, I have a few items that might be of interest. Don't tell me what I like. That's all the information <laughs> I have, folks. What are you paying for? Is there like a frog, frog stuff community? Stuff? Oh, yeah. It's oh, like you frog
0: know what stuff. No, oh, yeah, you say people stuff. You're not talking about like
4: excrement. Like, like, yeah. fro- no. <laughs> oh, all right. All
5: right. <laughs> I think they just mean little like frog trinkets. Oh, and frog things. trinkets.
4: Are you high? Was any of us high thinking <laughs> <laughs> He's been vaping with Bobert.
2: I say five bucks.
5: No one else has to bid because Michael got him right on yeah. the
2: Yeah, You're good at this. I know
4: some <laughs> stupid stuff. Wow. Speaking of weird stuff with boys, uh, I don't know if you heard the show earlier, but this whole thing came up with uh, women are complaining about, or at least calling out, how much their men think about the Roman Empire. I did hear that. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. And then these two started in about how many times a day or week they think about the Roman Empire. And I'm feeling like I've never thought about the Roman Empire. Uh, There you you. go.
6: Thank you. How about you, John? Only when I was in
2: college and I was hoping they'd have a toga party or something. (laughs) What's interesting about the Roman
0: Empire is that
2: he's
6: one of us.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stick with Kelly. (laughs) whether, Whether you're talking about the Greek Empire, the Roman Empire, the Ottoman Empire, the Turkish Empire, all of them died when the totalitarians took over. And, uh, I mean, that is, if you don't learn from your history, my Yeah, friends, he's stoned. Don't, don't, make it it. <laughs> huh? yeah, don't,
2: don't
3: make it smart. Don't make it smart. We no, I not going to do politics. I promise I'm not. But smart. I would argue <laughs> to you that the
2: Roman Empire is more impactful in our lives today than almost any other See? thing out
4: there. I mean, we're living under he the Just because can Roman. think about it yeah. doesn't mean that he no, does. No, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's why I think
6: about that stuff. Yeah. Plus, I see, you know, I have movies and stuff. You see them, and then you're like, "I have thoughts."
2: Hey, I got junk to buy here from Craigslist, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry, Rich. <laughs> go back. Back to the game. <laughs> Nero's fiddle.
5: I love this listing out of Sullivan. Two paper towel dispensers for a store business. That's what it says. In good condition. I am selling two Georgia Pacific paper towel dispensers, but I lost the keys to open both of the dispensers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> gotta crack it. So they're worthless, basically. So you can't put the paper towels
5: in the paper <laughs> towel. Towels.
2: Cannot. So you um, whatever paper towels are in the paper you towels, you can towels probably towels pick, pick that You're lock. <laughs> Twenty-five bucks a piece. Okay. So total fit. fifty dollars. Three dollars. Ten dollars total.
6: I'm gonna go hundred seventeen fifty.
5: All right. Wheels takes this one because they're $20. Each. Oh, very nice. Yes. Who is
2: going to pay $20 for that? I don't know. We, wouldn't uh, it be awesome if you had a paper towel what dispenser? What if you already had a house? key? Maybe
6: they have the same key for all of them and you already have other ones and you're like, oh, I could use these. Things. That's true. They probably
2: don't need like. Yeah, I'm Bespoke sure they don't have like yeah, for yeah, specific each keys. Towel dispensers. I, I miss the old paper towel dispensers. We had a conversation about this the other day. Half the time you're playing hokey pokey
0: with the sink, you know, mm, like yeah. waiting. I hate it. We are way too techie. And they don't give you enough paper. Right. Yeah, you got the, you wave your hand, you you, know, a piece of paper wouldn't
4: wipe your pinky finger off. I was at someone's house. I'm glad you said finger. I was at someone's house the other day and I was in the bathroom Yeah. and I had to take a pill. And so I am not above (laughs) drinking out of the faucet. I've right. drunk out of the faucet most of my life. Like bent over drinking? Bent over, okay. yes. Uh-huh. And so I bent over to drink out of the faucet to swallow my pill, and when I did, I activated the hand soap.
3: Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and it went all over my face and in my That's eyes. Oh. So then I had to spend an inordinate amount of time in the bathroom and came out looking like I'd been crying. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, it's Dave? been a
4: hard week. Have you ever seen those TikToks where the guys are
2: like in a public beach and they're washing their hair and somebody, like, on the other side of the wall keep
4: putting shampoo yeah. Yeah. And like, Why is there yeah. shampoo now? That's yeah. the kind of stuff I think about instead of the Roman Empire. <laughs>
6: <Yeah>. <laughs> I think about how the Roman Empire made that possible.
5: <laughs> All right, we've got I, a couple of spooky I need to win here. one of these. Go ahead. We have a Son of Satan movie poster in excellent condition. They say it's original Son of Satan, the Redeemer from 1978. Ooh. It's a strange European movie poster in French and German. Ooh. How much would you pay Mint for condition? this? Excellent
4: condition. Excellent. Uh, excellent. I should know this. That's my mom's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> 50.
0: 50. 2 bucks. They want $75 for that.
5: Uh, Am I next? I, yep. Yeah.
0: 30
5: Andrew?
6: Uh
0: $18.
5: John gets one 60 hey, for dollars
2: there you go. You got the
0: Satan one. like thing, yeah. oh, and I forgot to thank you. You got the devil poster. I forgot Let's... to
5: tell you guys when you win a listing, I actually go on Craigslist and buy it for you. so.
0: I don't oh. want
4: the poster. <laughs> <I don't>, I'm <laughs> just kidding. I don't really do that.
2: <laughs> You'll
4: <gonna put laughs> <laughs> look on John yeah, John's show and be like, like ah, I, don't I
0: don't want that. a double poster. Come home with that. My wife <laughs> will be calling <laughs> your friend Margaret Ward <laughs> or whatever.
2: i get the hook <laughs> out
0: of Susan L. Ward. <laughs>
2: Did that hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> that hook? What? I'm good. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel, I like. caught you
4: with that one, buddy. Hancock gets the. Hey, big, get that hook Hancock, out of your cheek, yeah, there, buddy. Hancock gets the big fight with his wife. He's like, "I'm calling Margaret Ward. <laughs> get Max on the phone.
0: Montgomery
4: Ward."
5: All right, go ahead, Rachel. All right, we only have one minute left, so we'll do one more listing. This is a long-handled shoehorn from Sunset Hills. That's
4: going to be my prison nickname. Long-handled shoehorn. shoehorn. (laughs) Okay, hold
0: on. Let me tell you, the older you get, the more valuable this thing is. It's in
5: fair condition. Okay, it doesn't matter. It comes as a part of a hip kit, which also includes a reacher, a sponge, sock aid, aid, and a dressing stick. That's all you need. Used dressing stick? Yes.
0: Used only once to dress somebody. What's a dressing stick? That's $45 right there. Okay. I'll show you later Have you ever used one of these long <laughs> shoehorn things? I
5: have not You don't have
0: to bend over to put
4: your shoes on It's yeah. incredible I, put that, oh. I went to law school, I put that together yeah. now this we're is, talking.
0: This
5: is a constant
2: thought Probably more than the Roman Empire for him Because the other day I was talking about poison ivy And I said, yeah, one time I had it down on my ankles He says, well, at least you can still reach down to scratch it <laughs> <laughs> I never even thought of that I was like, okay <laughs> I'm going to say $45. the shoehorn's uh, uh, 10 bucks." Okay 20 bucks.
5: Andrew gets yeah. it right on the nose. So we, it's and it's a tie. Andrew and Michael both got two lists. Oh,
4: good. You guys have to fight with your shirts off. <laughs> <laughs> Those
5: are the rules of Craigslist prices. This is role. our favorite part. <laughs> 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 you want to do live?
4: Uh, not really. Okay, that's you need fine. me to?
5: I mean, I'd like you to, okay, but we
4: fine. can wait. Welcome back, guys. DGS 333. Happy Friday. Mark Marin is at uh, Helium tonight and tomorrow, 7.30 p.m. and 10 p.m. shows. Tickets available. He'll be joining us in studio at 4 p.m. Looking forward to meeting him. Been a fan for years. Uh, Dave Murray joins us now. Hello, Dave.
1: When you go to Helium, do you get a squeaky voice? Oh,
4: God. Why do I have him
5: on? (laughs) From Hancock
4: to to Murray. Yeah, from Hancock to Murray. Back to back. Jeez, these two, these two need to go on the nursing home tour, and they would be. I'm be there. Let's do it. Killing it, just
1: killing it. Uh, so more of the same, Dave. Yeah, basically we're still. You know, this evening is fine. There's going to be a few more clouds coming in late tonight because there is this cool front that's coming in from kind of a very modified Alberta Clipper. I still think we got some changeable skies on Saturday. Still a chance of a couple of spot showers, maybe a rumble of thunder as we go through Saturday afternoon. A lot of dry time. The threat of severe weather is way to our north. Let's think Quincy, Kirksville, over to Springfield in Illinois. 78 tomorrow. Again, a couple of spot showers, maybe a rumble of thunder in the evening on Saturday. The rest of the night is fine. 58 Sunday, beautiful day. Plenty of sunshine, 78 52 Sunday night, Monday sunny, and 78 degrees. Still thinking we're going to see a bit of a pattern change as we get into the middle to end of next week, which will bring slightly warmer temperatures and a little bit of an increase in rain and some thunderstorms. Still a long way off. We've got to get Hurricane Lee out of the picture so the atmosphere can start moving again from coast to coast.
4: Very good. Uh, Can I give one of my weird day philosophic thoughts? Yeah. Um, because I'm so into this kind of thing, and I was thinking it the other night, and I hadn't I'm, I'm sure I'm not the originator of this thought, but I hadn't heard someone say it. So, for religious people out there, you have your answer, and I'm glad you have your answer. But for the rest of us, we're kind of looking for answers. And I love reading about things like, you know, simulation theory and reincarnation, and we've lived thousands of lives and such. And I thought about how when I see someone who seems to have it really kind of knocked, you know, like they they, they just have a great life and they have a stable marriage, they have a great job and their kids are all shiny and, you know, you know who I'm talking about. Like, we all know those people. And I, for my life, have always thought of them as being, uh, oh, they must be a very old soul. They must be very good at this. They must have done this a lot. And then people like me, who are much more messy uh, and uneven that, well, I must be a neophyte. I must be new to this, and I eh, live a thousand lifetimes. Maybe I'll, I'll be as good as them. But then it hit me the other night. Maybe it's the opposite, because, like, if I'm going to start you out at a game, I'm going to start you out at level one. I'm going to make it easy for you. So maybe the people who seem to have life by the nuts, maybe if any of this is real, like the whole reincarnation, reincarnation thing, maybe they're the new ones. And they're just, this is their first or second life on earth. Let's make it easy on them. But for the old pros, maybe it gets increasingly more difficult because that's the way other things work. You know, no one starts out at level 10, they start out at level one. And so if my life is level seven out of ten as far as like difficulties and challenges and things like that. And I beat myself up a lot for, you know, like you're you're not an old soul and you're you're probably just bad at this. Uh maybe not. Maybe I've done this a lot and I was just looking for a more challenging life to evolve a little farther. Does that mean anything to anybody? No. <laughs> 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 Give me Glenn Zimmerman. (laughs) He's better at the forecast anyway. I get get what you're
5: saying, Dave. I I think that just being your friend for as long as I have been, I think you're always searching for these kind of answers. And hmm, I don't even know where I'm trying to go with this. But sometimes I think maybe you're attributing like, oh, it's this. And it's like sometimes there's not like the answer.
4: Oh, I don't think so. Right. I'm just saying I thought that was an interesting concept, that possibly the people who suffer a lot and seem to have a very difficult time, that if there is something, some cosmic sense to it, and if there is some truth to we do this over and over again, or we choose mm. our life, you know, you, 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 I, at least I read a lot about things like that, that it would make sense that the better you get at it, the more challenging it would be. Like, Wheels, if you have a new kid on on your team, you're not going to put him in front of a a 90-mile-an-hour pitching machine. Mm. And that makes sense to me. It depends on the
2: kid. But doesn't reincarnation need there to be a finite number of souls that are constantly being recycled? I don't know that. Even
6: if that does, it doesn't change this, does
2: it? Well, no. Well, there wouldn't be at this point in the game, there wouldn't be a neophyte soul. There wouldn't be a soul that is just going through his first reincarnation. It would have been there was a
4: finite number of souls, and they're constantly being... Why would there need to be a finite number? What if Earth is just a stopover? What Mm. if it's just like going to a different restaurant or a different gym or a different therapist or something? I see what you're
6: saying. And it could, I mean, since we wouldn't know, you could say, well, there's a number that you reach, and then you're done. But we wouldn't know what the number is,
2: but that's when the new one comes in. I was just thinking, how would new souls get created if they're meant to be recycled, but... That's, yeah, that's
4: way yeah. deeper than I'm thinking. Yeah, doesn't even make sense. What I was reading about was just that uh, the theory that, you know, we are just energy and pure consciousness. And, and to grow, we go through these physical experiences. And the, you die and there's a bunch of wizards or whatever, you know, some tribunal. And they're like, well, how is that? And you're like, oh, my God, I'm— I really grew from that. I really, you know, I had bad uh, parents or I had this or I, you know, uh, had to suffer through this or I lost someone to a terrible disease. But I grew and the wizards are like, great. What do you want to do next? Like that. As a non-religious person, I'm not saying that I figured out the meaning of life. I'm just saying that that concept, I'd never had the, the the thought before that maybe the people who look like they're failing are actually just stronger than us and they're going through a challenging life and the people who seem to have it easy, they're, they're kind of in kindergarten Mm. and whatever the great cosmic thing is that's putting us through that, uh, would start you out with training wheels.
5: You could also think of it as the people who seem to be breezing through life, like maybe they passed hard mode already and it's like, all right, here's, here's an easy one so Mm -hmm. you can relax for this pass
4: through could be that could be two okay I'll never talk about philosophy <laughs> no, in this it's, show again. <laughs> <laughs> it's um so it's it's
6: really fascinating but it's a hard one for me because I feel I view everything as chaos and randomness I feel like a lot of people that have what seems great are either lucky or they're faking it not that they don't have great you think you know that it's not great but it's not always as great as we think it is from the outside uh because there are times when people will look at you and think well you got it nailed And I don't mean you specifically, if I just mean like each looking at us and we might be like, I don't have that nailed or maybe look like it, but it's Mm -hmm. not really that way. And a lot of times it is just randomness where things break your way in a couple of key moments or at a couple of key times in life. And that's what opens the door to everything else. Some people just win the gene pool lottery and they end up in the right place at the right time with a wealthy family or a. You know, the right place in history for the the way that the ideas that you have.
4: So, I know that you don't know because no one does. Yeah. But is your sense that this is it?
6: Honestly, I have no idea. I wouldn't even. And I, I, I'm going to say this in a way that sounds bad, but I don't mean it badly. I'm, it's not something that I care much about in the sense that I can't control it. Like, I don't know. I would take it either way. If you told me it's it, I'd be like, okay. And if you told me it's not, I'd be like, all right. I get like I'm. I don't have a fixed answer on it, um, and I'm okay not knowing.
5: Mm-hmm. And we make fun of you for that, Wheels. But I think, and especially in that, well, because oh, and I deserve it. Well, because he's always like, I don't yeah. care. But like, I think when it comes to matters like this, that's the smartest way to be because you're so right. You have no control. So why, why obsess over it? But it's
6: fascinating though. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like there are parts of my brain that are intrigued by that, that are like, that. I like the idea, the way you laid it out, I'm sitting the whole time thinking, that's really cool. I never thought of it that way. or I never looked at or thought of that as a possible thing. I love that stuff. And then I get to the end of it and I'm like, well, I can't answer the question, uh, especially
4: the way that you put it. That's probably the best way to be, is to be open to it and find it interesting, because people who don't find that interesting, I don't find you interesting. Uh, but when you get to the end of it, there's nothing you can do. And so I think rather than making yourself crazy, yeah, it's best to to get to the end of whatever thought it is and go, but I don't know. Yeah. But so mysteries we'll are cool,
6: out. right? I mean, mysteries are fun for this reason, whether it's this or the the ufos or Bigfoots or jfk or whatever the mysteries are mysteries are fun but at some point you you do not you do realize there's stuff that you can't answer
4: so if if in the next 10 years we find out that what ufos really are like they they're forced to come out and say okay here's what it is and let's say they catch a sasquatch so in the next 10 years we have bigfoot and we have aliens to what degree if at all Does that open up your mind to other things? Do you go, "Wow, this world's way weirder than I ever thought or was told by my parents"? I wonder if this is true. Be
6: that for me, it would be.
5: For me, I I I hate to be like it wouldn't open my mind because I already think it's real. (laughs) Like
2: I, (laughs) I I already, I mean,
5: I already think that aliens are out there. So it's I don't think it's going to rock my world too much. Yeah, when it is inevitably revealed.
6: That's I that's I love that so much. Because as I think about it, like, yeah, I pro- if you if you were to give me say assign a sign of probability, yes or no, are there are there some kinds of aliens, I would say, yeah. I mean, odds would seem like there are. It's a huge universe. There are trillions of possibilities, and within those trillions of possibilities, it's not ridiculous to be like, Well, this is this group of whatever, call them what you want, creatures, entities, are seventy-five million years more advanced than you. And there are things about them we can't even understand. So how would we write that off and say, well, that can't exist mm-hmm. in, a, in a universe that's 26 billion light years across and 13 billion years old?
4: Yeah, it's comforting to me <clears throat> that uh, it's impossible for our human brain to imagine a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, just from the smart people who I know and I follow, uh, scientists have said, like, look— you just can't. Like, the human mind cannot comprehend the size of the universe. I find great comfort in that. Yeah. Because I'm the kind of rat that'll run on that wheel uh, <laughs> uh, until I fall over. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to at least be able to comfort myself and slow myself down sometimes with, you're not going to find the end of yeah, this. Not right not for you. But I still get back on the wheel every day. So, all right. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> all
1: right. Good
4: exercise. Good exercise.
1: Well, it
5: started out 351 DJS, happy Friday. Headlines, Rach? Headlines is brought to you by Schnooks. Reward yourself daily with the Schnooks Rewards app. So we were just talking about this on the break. Wheels was saying, why doesn't anyone care about TikTok anymore? That was like the big story of the day, and now we've all dropped it. Well, over in Ireland, TikTok has been fined $367 million over their handling of children's data. Regulators say that TikTok would set children's accounts to public as a default setting, meaning videos, comments, duets, and stitches could be viewed by anyone. They also found that the family pairing feature, which was meant to protect kids from online strangers, could be linked to someone who wasn't a parent or guardian without proper verification. So now they're being fined $367 million.
4: Can you imagine any kind of business that can take a $367 million fine and keep going? <laughs> it Tells you how much money they're making.
6: Mm-hmm. I mean, old Elon's taking a $40 billion hit.
4: What did Elon do that we talked about today? Apparently... I think, oh, I think he reinstored
6: it. He I think he restored it, but early this morning the the UAW said that they he removed their check mark as verification, even though they pay for it to be verified, uh, right after they went on strike.
5: He's so petty.
1: Yeah, and that's weird. a great word.
5: Petty and weird. Well, like, they're not striking against even, him either. Yeah, why do you even care? Why like, are what, you even getting yourself involved in making a statement like this to well, say nothing?
6: Yeah, because he's using this. He didn't, I mean, it, it's becoming, at least to me, and this is just an opinion, not a, not a statement of fact, it's becoming more clear that he bought Twitter to push whatever he thinks.
5: Oh, for sure.
6: That it's a great way to, because this actually would help Tesla if the other automakers are hurt, but he's very anti-union when it comes to Tesla, and he doesn't want to be associated with that, so... In his way, it's kind of a petty little middle finger.
4: He can do whatever he wants to do. Anyone can, but especially the richest man in the world. But it seems weird to me that if you are going to own arguably the largest communication platform on a planet, you shouldn't be quite so opinionated and you shouldn't be quite so quick to put your opinions into action.
5: Well, I think he thinks of himself—I just don't think he's very self-aware, and I think he thinks— well, I'm fair and I'm having these thoughts and I'm using logic and reason. And since I'm using logic and reason, that makes sense to me. Like it makes sense to everyone and I am the ultimate truth. So I can't be biased. Yeah. I think that's the way he looks at it. Which I think is even a, scarier. Well, I think yeah. a lot of people feel that way, but it's kind of uh, dangerous whenever it's someone with that much money and influence.
4: I think he thinks of himself as a as a flesh and blood AI. I I, w- I was
6: kind of going in that same direction. I think he views himself as the ultimate problem solver. And because he solved other problems in the past, he's like, I've got the answers to this and this and this. I mean, meanwhile, though, you're a government contractor. He has a contract with the United States government, the Department of Defense for Starlink. But he's also meeting and talking with Putin. How is that okay?
5: I mean, he's basically operating as another nation in the he's his own entity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one more really quick story because we've got to take a break. Thousands have signed up to legally try magic mushrooms in Oregon. More than 3,000 people have signed up for the new program that allows the legal use of psychedelic mushrooms. A clinic in Eugene is the state's first licensed service center.
4: Yeah, another study came <clears throat> came out today showing that MDMA uh, is a great clinical medical help in anxiety.
3: Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the future. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy